Hello, this is Michael Pulser, your personal upgrade guide. Sometime between working with my 100th to 200th client, I realized that there was a massive similarity that people have in terms of psychological upgrades and personal change, and that is misrepresentation, or to be specific, projection. Projection is when you use what's on your inside to perceive what's on the outside. And I know this is strange, but it's actually a defense mechanism that occurs where a conflict arises between your unconscious feelings and your conscious beliefs. And in order to subdue the conflict, you attribute those feelings to someone or something else. This is covered in detail in my book, Attract, Love, Repel, Hate. That's available at Amazon and soon to be available at Audible. But what I want to focus on is the mirror aspect of projection, and that is turning it back on yourself. Because while we all know that when we see somebody walking down the street and we have feelings of dislike towards that person, often is the case that we're just projecting our own angers, insecurities and feelings on that person for no tangible reason. The more useful thing to do is to analyze how others are projecting onto you. And this is a huge paradigm shift because without it, you can be treated terribly by a number of people and your mind goes into the unconscious and it tries to find a reason why. And all too often it will come up with these negative answers that at best will go off at that other person, call them a loser, say how bad they are. But more commonly or at worst, will say how bad you actually are, when in actuality, neither of them are probably true. When somebody projects negativity onto you, then you have done something that many psychologists fail to do throughout most of their career, and that is to get inside of the other person's head. Because only once you've been projected on can you understand other people. But this is a pretty deep and murky process and before unpacking it completely, there are so many simple things that you can do, which will just be game changing. For example, somebody's projected on you. You're at work and they've overreacted to something small that you've done. You know that it's not in your performance at a logical level. You've got out of your head and not allowed yourself to justify the other person's actions because they are insane. And similarly, you haven't justified the other person's actions based on how bad you are. You've taken an objective look at the situation and you said, hey, this guy is projecting on me. So just like that old saying goes, if somebody gives you a present and you put your hand up in the fashion of saying stop and do not accept the present, then the person who's holding the present to give to you owns the present. And just like that, if the person is projecting on you and you don't take it, then it's the other person's insult. It's the other person's problem. It's not part of you. It's a part of them. Just that disassociation will help you with the next step. And that is how you have feelings towards the other person. Now, depending on the context, it's very useful to be able to empathize with them, that we're all humans. We all suffer a lot of conditions. And subsequently, empathy can be a huge gainer in this situation. Or... Maybe you're in a situation where it's just too exhausting to put 
everything into everybody. So you just need something quick so it doesn't get you down so you can get through it. And maybe something like pity would be extremely useful because you know this person's going through heaps because they've just projected their rubbish onto you. And so rather than responding defensively, then you can say, wow, this guy has really got problems. Then by using pity in your interaction, it'll achieve one of two things. If the person is a victim, then they'll probably enjoy that level of pity and maybe there'll be some rapport and a positive outcome. Or if the person doesn't enjoy pity, then they'll probably realize what stupidity they've been going through, probably feel bad for it, so they've burnt themselves and hopefully it's a win-win situation that they'll stop treating you that way. So, so far we've covered that the person projects, it's not your fault, you go through the realization process of that, and then you define the emotion that you feel as you move forward in the interaction with the other person. But hang on a second, we've only been talking about how bad the other person is. What about you? Did you know that you and me and all of us all project all the time? So it's essential that we look at this and try and work out what that actually means. Now, if you are projecting something all the time, it's going to be insanely useful if you can take advantage of this projection by number one, understanding it, and number two, applying it intentionally. The first step in understanding it is realizing why you act in a certain way. And we've talked about reflective exercises in the past. In fact, in the book, it has a whole section on reflection versus projection. But I want to focus more on being intentional in your projections. So once you've seen how you act in the world, then the next step is looking at how much power you have within your interactions. Now, this is really tricky because we're all creatures of habit. But when we realize that we can control our projections, it is really a game changer. And I mean a game changer. When people see how you treat yourself, then they will have an idea of how they should treat you. And we always forget this because we're taught to be polite, go out into society, be humble, and these are all wonderful things. However, if they're taken too far, then people can start to see, well, this person doesn't really respect them. Now, why would you ever respect somebody who doesn't respect themselves? It's kind of like a wasted economy. If that person doesn't even respect themselves, then you're going to a lower level than them in order to respect them. Now, of course, you should not disrespect the other person, but you get exactly what I mean. Now, contrast that to another person, somebody who is extremely confident, capable, and powerful, and see how they treat themselves. And then you'll see how other people treat them. And you can see that this is the direction that you want to head in. This doesn't mean that you have to copy that person. It just means that they have some traits in which you can copy in order to fulfill your potential. And that could be something completely different. Not to get political, but I saw a Trump interview just recently. Now, he was really powerful, charismatic, and answered the questions so well, making people just respect him. Now, 
it doesn't matter if you love or hate him, you can look at him and say, wow, how did he do that? And reverse engineer to help yourself. But something that might be even more beneficial for you is looking at your past and seeing you at your very best and seeing what were the steps you took in order to get there. And I challenge you to see if there is anything extra than the four primary tools that we use in the Dude system, which is looking at your body language, looking at your tonality, your vocal abilities, looking at your attitude, your mindset, and looking at your aptitude, your skills that you bring, the knowledge that you have. If there's anything outside of that, please let me know because I'm not aware of it. But once you key all of these things in, projection just becomes easier. It then just takes some simple visualizations, rehearsal, and after a period of habituation, suddenly it just becomes automatic. And this is where you'll find that your projections are both intentional and incredibly helpful. So I'm going to keep this episode short. I hope it's been useful and I'll see you on the next episode. Ha <laughs> ha.